Michael Yorba, thanks for joining with us. I have Adam Carswell, Director of Concordia Realty with me today. Adam, thanks for taking the trip, coming on in. Appreciate it. Yeah, really happy to be here and first time actually staying a few nights here in Dallas, so looking forward to it. You're enjoying it? I am so far, yeah. There's a little bit of traffic on the way here, but I've lived in D.C., I've lived in San Francisco. Rush hour traffic is cool. I think it what we were going through today is like all that's what's going on all day for example in la which is also where i happen to be flying in from before today so <laughs> glad to give you a little relief yeah thank you <laughs> all right give us some background on you talk to us about concordia realty and the disruptive nature of what you do yeah so concordia realty happens to be one of two firms that i work with primarily um, i know that the name of the show is ceo money so we kind of got to talk about how am i a ceo within this realm right and so um, the best way i can put it is i'm kind of in a, a really unique position where I'm, I'm basically what you would call a modern day apprentice with the principal of concordia yeah and then um, also the principal of asim capital which is based out of la that's why i was there hunter thompson just got married congratulations hunter congratulations and chrissy most amazing wedding ever, by the way. Um, borderline electronic concert. Like, I guess what some people would call a rave. Okay. <laughs> I was just like, wow, I've never seen anything like this before. So now the bar has been set. If, if and when I ever do get married, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that one out later. Okay. <laughs> but so anyways, at ASIM, we'll start with ASIM, even though we were talking about Concordia, um, which is cool because I met Michael Flight, who I work with at Concordia Realty, through Hunter Thompson, who I work with at ASIM. At ASIM, we focus on joint venturing with commercial real estate investors, um, specifically in the asset classes of mobile home parks, self-storage facilities, and workforce housing. We actually have one fund that's uh, new and currently active uh, with workforce housing in San Antonio. So if we want to talk a little bit more about that, we can, or if anyone has any questions about that, I'm sure we'll have my email in the, in the show notes as well. At Concordia, we focus on retail and shopping centers. And so that's kind of nice because um, I, I really gravitated toward the industry to begin with because before I started this real estate path that I'm on, mm -hmm. um, I was working for Sherwin-Williams, a paint company. And so I kind of already had like my foot in the door in the retail sector, even though I didn't even realize it. Um, I do also want to ask real quick before I keep going down this rabbit hole. Am I doing good right now? Or did you have any other questions for me? I or? do. I have a okay. lot of questions. Okay. But I All just right. wanted to get for you to get out <laughs> about uh, you know um, the real estate side of it. Yes. Because you also have cryptocurrencies in your life, and I mm -hmm. want to hear about that. And then I wanted to know what you know why retail and why you got excited about that path mm -hmm. too. So let's start with the well. We're already on the real estate side. Let's start with that. Okay. Why you why you got that going down that path? What makes it dynamic and disruptive with what you're doing? And then bring me into the cryptocurrency. How that plays a part in what you do? Sure. Um, so with retail in, in particular, and I should say the way that I first met Michael Flight who I work with at Concordia Realty, the managing principal. I met him when I was at a conference representing ASIM Capital. So it was kind of cool how it all just like moved together like that. That was a little over a year ago. Started working 
a lot more closely with Michael this past fall. And the reason why I gravitated again towards retail is because it's a, it's a sector that doesn't have the greatest name right now. And so because of that stigma, a lot of people are a little timid entering into it, especially from an investment standpoint. Not a whole lot, but it, it's there because, you know, Amazon has kind of got this big, intimidating footprint that everyone's, you know, Sears. They are the gorilla. Exactly. So, um, so I, I don't know. I'm the type of person that always goes left when everyone's looking right. It's just how I've always been. Mm-hmm. And so I figured now is a great time to really build up that knowledge base because retail, like any other market, is cyclical. So it has a bad name, bad rep. Not even bad, but like a lower name, a lower reputation right now. Right. And I think in a matter of, I couldn't I actually couldn't put a year count on it, but eventually it's going to be, it's it's going to be thriving. Um, and there's certain markets that are thriving now, and certain markets that we're excited about and underwriting deals in. So. Yeah, that's why I chose retail. What about this most recent offering that you've got with Ace and Cap? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I'd be able to give more of a high-level overview of what it is. Um, but basically, we are partnered with Comunidad Real, Real, uh, Realty Partners in mm-hmm. San Antonio. Mm-hmm. And basically, it's a, it's a, a fund where we're going to be acquiring over the next uh, projected year, uh, maybe a little bit more than a year, three to five workforce housing properties that are lower B-class, C-class properties, implementing the value-add strategies that Comunidad Partners uh, have traditionally done. Mm-hmm. Um, that's Actually, I should say that's one thing that we take probably at the highest level at ASIM is our due diligence process on the operators because mm-hmm. we're, syn- we're syndicating these deals. Um, so finding this group, finding these guys um, at Comunidad, they have just been doing a fantastic job for... Yeah, I, I should know this off the top of my head. I don't know how many years, but it's been a while. And so we, we really like the project that we're working on with them right now. Are there any further projects you think you're going to get involved with on that? Or are you just going to start with this one? Keep it going. We're starting with that one. Um, again, I've got all the information and, and, and documents for anyone interested. We can connect. What is, if I may, um, Liberland? Liberland, yes. What is that? Liberland is one of the world's newest countries. Founded four years ago between Croatia and Serbia. I first started following Lieberland about two years ago when I heard about them on an individual named Jeff Berwick. He had them on the president on his podcast. And it was just like, wait, what what the heck? Wait, what is this? Yeah, right. Um, so and I might have some of these facts wrong, but thankfully because I host the Lieberland show, I've gotten to kind of just piece everything together. And so after the Yugoslavian War, um, Croatia, Slovenia, Serbia, all those countries there were divided and land was kind of, I'm guessing by the United Nations or whoever was like, this is yours, this is yours, etc. I'm 50% Slovenian, by the way, so dobrodan, dobroveče, brates, everyone watching. <laughs> um, so that's the cool thing I like about it too, is it's actually kind of close to my homeland. Um, anyways, so somewhere along the lines, so Lieberland is along the Danube River. If you want to go ahead, pull it up on, on Google Maps right now or whatever your choice is. Mm-hmm. Um, it's along the Danube River, and Croatia publicly and legally basically came out and said, you know, this is not our territory. It's like three square miles, if that. So Croatia, this isn't ours. Three square mile country. Y- yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So we're, th- we're talking like a like a Hong Kong, Monaco, like... That's what I'm wondering. Is Monte this, this a banking, banking center like the Isle of Man was, you know, fashionable a while ago? Well, that's that's partially the vision. Okay. Um, so, yeah, we'll, we'll, get, we'll get there. And, uh, yeah, if you have any questions along the way, let me know. But um, 
so our president, Vitjelicka, kind of found this loophole because I, I also should say that Serbia basically did the same thing as Croatia in a public and legal way, basically came out and said, this is not our land. And so our president found this loophole, went there, stuck a flag in the ground, said, I claim this territory for Liberland, followed international law, everything, and, you know, it's legal. But <laughs> um, after some news and press started kind of picking up about the country within the first few months of its inception, um, Croatia was just like, nah, you're not going to do this. And I, I couldn't tell you all the details, but basically that's, that's how Croatia has responded to it. Mm -hmm. And so there's a police blockade around the land now. But thankfully, because of the idea and the power of Liberland, we don't necessarily need that to start building infrastructure on the land to start doing what we want to do with this country. So um, we currently do have floating homes along the Danube River. We've been much more supported by the Serbian side rather than the Croatian side. So, so let me get this straight. You're a citizen? I actually am not a citizen yet. Um, I'm on my way. There's this whole process you have to go through, but, you know, knock on wood, I'll, I'm pretty sure I'll be a Liberland citizen here pretty soon, uh, which is awesome. So, that sounds so back good. to my question. Yeah, yeah, is yeah. it going to be a banking center? Um, I'm sure it will. I'm sure that's a part of the vision. The main focus right now is Liberland is a, a country basically built on blockchain technology. That's what I was trying to get to. Where, where, where is the hook on this one? Yes. Okay, so it's a... It's a country, the first country. First country built on blockchain. Um, one of one of maybe the only that I'm potentially aware of uh, countries where taxation, paying taxes is voluntary. And so if you want your vote to basically count in government and on the blockchain, because all voting is done in the blockchain, which is nice because then there's full transparency. You, I can see who you voted for. You can see who I voted for. There's no, there's no nothing's hiding, right? right? And so if you want to make an impact on, on who's governing the country, then you pay your, your That's taxes. That's the story here. Pay your taxes, yeah. Is that? Yeah, so, but if you don't want to, if you just want to go live in Liberland or, or be a Liberland citizen, set up a business there, whatever, and you don't care who's who's running the laws or whatever, you don't, you don't have to pay taxes. And immigration? Yeah, there's, I mean, there's so much that still needs to be ironed out, basically. And so that's actually one aspect of the country that we've been really grateful for Croatia putting up this blockade because it's kind of given us now four years to really get focused and organized and figure out what directions we do want to start heading once doors begin to begin to open. Um, super, super early conversation, but I, I know that I could I could probably share this with you is we're getting ready to actually open the first uh, Liberland airport um, and the, ter the land is going to be probably somewhere on the Serbian side. But the reason why I say that is another um, opportunity for anyone Listening, who's an investor, um, if you have any interest in Liberland, we are actually, um, we're opening the doors to investors to uh, contribute to... Now, is this going to the be... The Liberland Airport. What do you get if you invest? Oh, are you getting crypto? Um, I can't promise anything right now because I, I really don't know all the details. All I know is that you're, the minimum contribution right now is 5,000 euros. Um, there are some documents. It's super preliminary. And if you were to be... I'm sure you could request being compensated in cryptocurrency, but... It, it very well could be. Well, there's blockchain generally, you know, two go hand in hand. Right, right. I, I'm probably going too far in promising or saying anything right yeah. now, but that's that's the gist of it. Well, it's, we broke the news. I, yeah. I, I haven't breaking. heard anybody on any network saying <laughs> anything about Liberland. Yes, um, it's an amazing country. Well, I got to break the news. I scooped them. It's a country for, yeah, you've got it. <laughs> it's, wow. the, it's the country for. You got it first here. You did, CEO money. In my opinion, it's the, it's the perfect country for, C, well, not even CEO, CEOs, entrepreneurs, anyone who's just like, man, why am I getting 
taxed for all my hard work. You know, that's really where it started. A lot of these European entrepreneurs that started putting together a country, mostly from Czech Republic, they were tired of just busting their butt and, and watching their neighbor live off of their tax money. Yep. That's amazing. We're going to talk more about Lieberland in another show. And I'm definitely going to have to go visit there. Well, wonder what, you know, we have to talk about extradition yeah. and all of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. You're going to have to come back and talk, talk about that. You got me. All right. Thanks for watching CEO Money. You, I, I really appreciate all of the, the following, the letters, and uh, the tweets that uh, everybody's been putting out for us. And, and uh, please follow us on LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, we'll be talking to you real soon. Thanks for joining us.